Welcome back to the Emerge Podcast. I'm your host, Chan Cessna, and today we are emerging into all things Sunday service, Kanye West and his new album, Jesus is King, and talking about the evolution and the transformation of Kanye. Now, for those of you who do not know, Kanye West started his Sunday service in January of this year, of 2019, and his wife, Kim Kardashian, said, quote unquote, that he began these services to heal himself. Now, fast forward until now, we're getting ready to close out 2019, and the entire world has witnessed this mighty awakening uh, that has happened in Kanye West. Kanye West's life, and it's been an experience, to say the least, just watching it. So we're going to dive into that in this episode, and I'm actually going to share a dream that my grandmother told me she had concerning Kanye West and what she believes is to come out of this entire movement. So stay right here. We'll be right back. So... A lot of people have been asking me my honest thoughts on Kanye West, on the whole idea of Sunday service, and this transformation that we have all witnessed Kanye undergo. And I have held back my thoughts, my opinions, because I really wanted to wait until the right moment and also um, the right time uh, for it to kind of reveal itself a little bit more. You know, over these last couple of weeks, we've seen Kanye West, you know, go to the prisons. You know, he was at Harris County Jail, you know, having Sunday service there, preaching the gospel at the jail systems. And, you know, if you know me, I'm very passionate about working with prisons, working um, with the prison system overall, and really um, highlighting um, areas where reform can happen. And I also visit the prisons too. So we've seen Kanye at the prisons. We've seen him travel across the United States doing these huge gatherings uh, where where their tickets, literally the tickets for the event, have been free. So these events have been free of charge. They've been open to the public. And it's Kanye just saying, look, this is the new yay. This is the new me. This is who I've become. This is who I'm transforming into. You knew the old version of Kanye, which was driven by fame, which was driven by by lust and all these different things, but he's saying now I am in service to God. So people are like, "What are your thoughts, Chance? Like, what are what are your honest opinions? Do you believe it's real? Do you believe it's authentic? Do you believe it's fake? Do you believe it's just for the moment, just to get attention?" And you know, I will come out and say clearly exactly what my thoughts have been over these last several months. Um, however, I do want to start it off with this. So Sunday night, I had an opportunity to live stream Kanye West's performance at Lakewood Church uh, with Joel Osteen. I watched the morning service where Kanye West spoke, and then I also uh, watched the concert at night. So during his speech uh, in the morning uh, at, at service with Joel Osteen, he said this. This is what Kanye said in quote. I know that God has been calling me for a long time. And the devil has been distracting me for a long time, Wes said. He added that at his lowest point when he was hospitalized in 2016 after a mental breakdown, God was there, he said, sending me visions and inspiring me. So we have Kanye broadcasting to the world. Yes, 
You once knew me to be bound by the enemy. I was living my life um, under the uh, reins of Satan. And now God is controlling my life. Now God is instructing me. God is giving me visions and God is leading me into the future of what I believe the church should look like, of what Christianity should be like and flow like, and just the freedom that comes in that. So he spoke to a crowd there at Lakewood Church of over 16,000 people just there. And then, of course, it was broadcasted to millions and millions of people. So people are witnessing Kanye testify. But I believe that in his service, um, at the service with, with Joel Osteen, it really put a stamp. It solidified his point and his step of, of where he is now. Like, this is where I am and there's no turning back. So what are my thoughts? My thoughts on Kanye are many. Um, I have many, many thoughts on Kanye. Um, I can share this. At the top of this year, I saw that Kanye started doing Sunday services in California. And immediately, you know, once I kind of saw like what they were doing and I was starting to catch wind of it and see videos on Instagram, I'm like, yo, this seems like a cool service to just drop into or a cool vibe <laughs> to just, you know, to, to, to be at, you know, I'm like, I want to, I want to go to Sunday service. You know, I never initially had a problem with it because I felt that it was Kanye, um, you know, expressing himself. I knew that he was building something and he was, you know, really just undergoing this new transformation. And I wanted to see what it was all about from the beginning. So simultaneously, I'll share a vision that God had given me concerning Kanye West. So um, in this vision, um, I saw Kanye West and not just Kanye West, but almost like a group of people that were with Kanye West, that were standing with Kanye West um, at, at this point of where he is now. And this group was standing before um, a wall, right? Um, and I, I believe it was two different versions of this that I saw in a vision that God gave me. Um, the first version was a wall. And basically, as this movement began to build momentum, right, and release a sound in the earth, this wall fell. And this wall was like almost like an ancient wall. It was a wall that had been been up almost for all of time, where this wall that had been maybe hindering people from seeing God who, who, for who he really is, or just experiencing, experiencing Christianity or experiencing just a real encounter with God, this wall that had been up for so many years, God knows how long, it was an ancient wall. This wall fell down. And when this wall fell down, I just began to see Thousands, what started off as just thousands of people began to run through where this wall was. And it turned from thousands to literally millions of people running through this wall that had formerly been there. The wall had come down. The wall had been knocked down and there was no more obstacles. There was no more limitations and people were able to run into their destiny free. People were able to run into a relationship with God and know him for themselves. People were able to run past past these religious barriers, right? You know, there's so many barriers with religion. I am a Christian and if you follow me, you know that I love God. I am a, a devoted Christian, but 
there are so many people that have maybe experienced Christianity or experienced a Christian, a Christian that was judgmental, that was negative, that was, that was maybe all of these negative things. And they had a poor experience of what Christianity is, or they just had a poor experience of who God is. And this thing, this movement that I believe happening with Kanye West is not about religion. It's about having a true relationship with God and allowing God to transform you from the inside out. So if you had an addiction, addiction, it's like you can be free from that addiction, whether that addiction was was to drugs, to sex, um, to alcohol, to pornography. You can be free from whatever it is that you want to be free from. So when you come into this relationship with God, there's freedom. There's liberty when you come into that relationship. And I can say that for myself. Um, so everyone was able to, to run a race and, and run past this wall and run into freedom. It was almost like people were running into a promised land into the promised land. It's like now we can all individually get on earth what we came here to get. We can all individually walk out and live out the full manifestations of our dreams, of the talents that God has put inside of us, of the ideas God has put inside of us. And we can do it in partnership with God that we don't have to do life alone anymore. So that was the first part of the vision <laughs> that I actually saw concerning Kanye West and this movement that's happening. Um, and then the other vision was a very similar vision where Kanye West and an entire nation of people, it felt like an entire group of people were standing before a gate this time. So the first vision was a wall. The second vision was a gate. And this gate was a, a huge, large gate. I mean, it was a massive gate that almost felt like it spread across the world, you know, and it was like a world gate. And this gate was old. Like even now I can see it. Um, the gate was old. It was almost like the bars on the gate had even begun to rust. And as, as Kanye West and this entire generation stood with him, they began to release the sound in the earth. And with that sound, the gate opened up. Like literally this gate that I said was almost, it seemed as big as the world, flung open. This gate had flung open. And all of these people began to run through the gate with great joy. It was so much joy. Like in both of the visions, when the wall fell down and when the gate opened, everybody um, experienced so much joy because it was their breakthrough. It was like, this is a moment we've all been waiting for. So um, the gate opened up and everybody began to run through the gate. People, I mean, old people, young people, black people, um, straight people, gay people, every type of person, every color, every shade, every denomination, every religion was able to run through this gate and come into a place of freedom and of joy and understanding that I can also do life with God. I can live out my dreams and I don't have to be bound by religion. I don't have to be bound by all of these rules that make it hard to come into a relationship with Jesus Christ, to get to know who God really is. I can live life in full. I can live my destiny. I can walk out my dreams, my gifts, my purpose in full with God. And it was a beautiful vision. Both of the visions were so beautiful. So when I saw that, I'm like, okay, God, it doesn't matter like 
It doesn't matter what the controversy is. It doesn't matter what the, the news and the blogs uh, and the headlines are saying. I saw for myself what God wanted to do through Kanye West. Will it happen? Well, I think fast forward to now, because I had those visions early, early this year of 2019. Fast forward to now, that's exactly what I'm seeing happening. When Kanye's doing these Sunday services, thousands of people are coming into the kingdom of God. Thousands of people are giving their lives to God at this service. The gospel is being preached and millions of souls, I feel already have been one for the kingdom of God. And people are having an opportunity to know Jesus, that Jesus, that God isn't just some, some dictator up in the sky that's trying to rule and control your life, but know that God loves you and that he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for you, to take away your sins, everything that tried to shame you, everything that, um, that life tried to say that you were not. Jesus came to redeem us of every negative curse over every negative word and over every everything that we've done that um, may have caused us to live a life of sin. We've been redeemed of that through Jesus. So where I once lived in shame, Jesus came to set, set me free and lift that shame, right? Where I once lived in a state of depression, Jesus came to say, I've come to give you life more abundantly so you can be free. You can walk in joy that you don't have to be depressed. I died for depression to lift off of you. I died for stress and shame to lift off of you. I died for sickness and disease to be lifted off of you so you can be healthy and you can be whole and you can be happy in me and fulfill your assignment here on the earth. I firmly believe that everyone that was born on the earth, God, God positioned you in your mother's womb to be birthed into this world and come into exist, come into existence so you can be an answer to a problem on the earth. That is the reason why you were born. Now it's up to you to find the answer of why you were born, but you were born for a purpose. You were born to be an answer to someone's problem or something's problem. So whether it's you're called to a people, you're called to build a business, you're called to um, build a family, we all have a calling on this earth. And we're not here just to have a vacation. We're not on earth just to have a good time, but we're here to be an answer. So I believe right now what Kanye, what God is doing with Kanye, God is using Kanye to be an answer um, an answer on the earth um, um, for people to witness how you can be radically transformed by the hand of God, how you can be radically transformed and come from darkness to the light and experience freedom in God and have salvation. I think that's a wonderful thing. I think that's a beautiful thing. And that's exactly what we see happen happening right now. And it will begin to um, happen in even a greater measure because right now the movement that Kanye's birthing out has only been happening pretty much in the United States. He went over to Jamaica for a second and that was phenomenal, but he's only been doing it in the United States. So as he begins to tour the world, as Kanye begins to tour the world and go goes to different continents and he, he goes to all these different countries on this world tour, I mean, it's going to be a mighty outpouring of the spirit of God. It's going to be a mighty outpouring of people coming into the gates, right? The gates, like and I said in that vision and people and people pushing past and going through walls and experiencing God for who he really is. I mean, this thing is going to not just sweep the nation. What ha what's happening with Kanye West is going to sweep the entire world. And whether you agree with it or not, whether you believe it or not, 
it's exactly what God is going to do. And he's already showed himself in that. So it's not about judging him and, oh, well, he used to be this. He used to be that. If you've, if you've been one that's been judging and putting your mouth on Kanye West, God bless you. But I encourage you to not do that anymore. I encourage you not to speak negative about Kanye West. I encourage you to pray for Kanye West. When you see something you don't like, this is how I was raised. When you see something you don't like, you pray for that person. So if anything, continue to, to pray for Kanye West, but don't, don't say negative things. Don't go on social media saying negative things because what God, what God is doing to Kanye West is real. It is very, very real, you know, and will his journey be perfect? No, it won't be perfect. You know, no one's perfect. No one's Jesus. Is he claiming to be Jesus? Is he claiming to be a holy angel? No, he's saying, this is who I was. And you guys saw that you guys saw when I jumped on stage and snatched the phone out, uh, snatched the microphone out of Taylor Swift's hand and, you know, said, you know, Beyonce is the greatest artist, you know, alive, you know, whatever he said, like you guys saw me acting out. You guys saw me when I was in the clubs, when I was on drugs, when I was lost out of my mind, when I was in the mental institution, when I had my mental breakdown. But let me tell you, God allowed the world to see that so he can be glorified in this transformation. Like, yo, like I don't have to be a slave. I don't have to be a slave anymore. I don't have to be a slave to the culture. I don't have to be a slave to Hollywood. I don't have to be a slave to these producers and all these other people behind the scenes saying they saying that they control the world, saying that they control Hollywood. I don't have to be a slave to anyone. And I personally respect that because I live my life the same way. I don't have to be a slave to anybody. I don't have to be a slave to anyone. And, you know, my grandmother, um, it's interesting enough that I had those two visions earlier this year. But my grandmother, she called me um, and she's like, Chance, I had a dream about Kanye West last night. And I'm like, Grandma, you know, my grandmother is 83 years old. My grandmother, she is from the South. She came from Mississippi. She um, was a sharecropper, actually. So my grandmother is literally like a, a, a treasure. She's like a historical treasure. And here she is saying that Kanye West came to her in a dream. And I want you guys to hear what my grandmother had to say about Kanye West. dream last night and uh, it's about Kanye West actually he lived with me he was a very um wait you said you said he lived with you yes so Kanye West moved into your house yes Kanye West moved into my house and he was a very controlled person he was very introverted, he was a, the kind of person that um, that you were totally comfortable around. He wasn't um, um, high-minded. He was a, a very, very kind person. In the dream, everyone was very comfortable, comfortable around him. Yeah, it was a beautiful dream. So, what was he doing inside the house? He was an introvert. You know what I'm saying? Like, was he helping you, like, clean up? Or, or... No, he, he, it was, <laughs> no. What was he doing? No, he was just. Or was he just a visitor? 
Yeah, basically he was he was a visitor. He he just came and and it was it was just a pleasure mm. with him there. It was a beautiful dream. Beautiful dream. So you know, you've been watching Kanye West's transition on the internet, on, on all over the TV, um, and you've heard about the release of his new album, Jesus is King. And what are your thoughts on the transition and the conversion? Because you have been a Christian for probably, what, like 60 plus years, almost all of your life, and you come from a different generation and you come from a different time frame because you're, you're, you're grandma, <laughs> you're my grandma. So what are your thoughts on Kanye West? I think the body of Christ is blessed, super blessed that God has raised up a person like Kanye West because he doesn't need anything. He had all the riches of this world can offer beautiful woman, all the necessary uh, lust of his flesh. And plus he, um, you know, he, he didn't need anything. So what benefit would it be for him to turn to Christ unless it was totally an overwhelming experience, authentic, and really in love with Jesus Christ? So you're saying you believe that his conversion is 100% authentic? Exactly. Exactly. And, and... And I'm so grateful because even even if nobody uh, is guaranteed to to continue in the spiritual realm, but I believe that he will, and that he has called so many ones of his generation, especially to think differently about God, to know that there is an answer to the world's dilemma, to the um, the evil of this world, and the young people can see another, a better way through his participation uh, now, the things that, that he's preaching. Not that it's complete, uh, what no one can can decide that he he is um, not genuine. No one is able to do that. But the fact that he's raising up Jesus Christ as king, there is no better message that this world can hear. So what do you have to say to the religious people that have been bashing him, that have been throwing stones at Kanye, saying, you know, he's wrong and he's being used by the devil, even though he's clearly saying Jesus is Lord, you have uh, religious people still uh, chanting those things and declaring those things. So what do you have to say to those religious people? I believe the Bible says that when you lift up Jesus, whether it's It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter your attitude. But the name Jesus alone is the most important thing. Plus, the Bible also says, who are we to judge? We judge, God's here judge us as, as we judge others. So that's a, not a good place to be. 
So for those that that believe that he's a phony, I believe that uh, a born again experience would allow all of us to understand who we are. We're not in a position to judge. And when Jesus said we must be born again, we must be born again. We cannot do anything less than that. We must be born again, and that's what the Savior says. So once we're born again, we see life differently. We see things of the Spirit differently. And we're in a growth process. And we should continue to grow. And be conscious of what Jesus says in his word. We judge others. God will judge us by our own, by the same measure. So we all need to be careful. Even in our thoughts, even if we think that. We need to check ourselves. So there's rumors that Kanye may be running for president um, in 2024. What do you think about that? So what? The Bible has the patriots of the Bible. They they were uh, they were males and president of uh, presidents and all of that. So so let him run. What's the problem? So are you a Kanye West fan? Yes, most definitely. <laughs> Thank God for Kanye West. So you all heard it first. That was my grandmother's dream. And it was by no coincidence, I believe, that on the day I'm supposed to be recording my podcast, my third episode of my new podcast Emerge, my grandmother wakes up on the same day I'm recording a podcast on Kanye that she says, last night, Kanye came to me in a dream and he lived, he lived with me and he was pleasant and he was self-controlled and he was kind and he was transformed and he was changed and he was living with me in my house. <laughs> like, how cool is that? Like your grandmother has a dream that Kanye moved in the house. I'm like, well, look, if Kanye moves in, like, it's a party. Like, you know, just have the whole family come through. We're celebrating, you know, because we, my grandmother, she's like, I'm excited for, like, what's getting ready to happen and what's already been happening and the outcome and the out uh, outreach and the impact that Kanye West has already had so far. So, uh, clearly, she um, <laughs> is rooting for Kanye. So, I want to get ready to close out, but... Um, as we prepare to close out this episode, I would, number one, love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So you can tweet me um, or you can message me. You can write me on social media. Um, I'm at Chance Cessna, C-H-A-N-C-E-C-E-S-S-N-A, at Chance Cessna. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your opinions on just overall what's been happening with Kanye West, your experience of it, and just share your honest feedback and opinion. I would love to, to hear it. Um, and then briefly, I would love to share and close out with my personal testimony of how I came to know Jesus. So I made a decision to surrender and give my life completely to Jesus Christ, to God on June 19th, 2011. 
June 19, 2011 marked um, a radical transformation in my life. Similar to, you know, how you guys see Kanye West and his transformation, I myself went through that transformation. And I believe anyone that truly encounters God, it's like you will undergo a transformation that not only will change your life, but change your life in such a way that you'll never want to go back to living how you once lived. It's almost like this, like once if you enter into like a dark room and all of the lights are off and you step into that room and you turn on the light switch and now you can see everything where prior, maybe when you were in the dark, you were stumbling over objects, you were hitting your, your toe on the chair because you couldn't see, you know, you know, it's like when you're in the dark, you can't see. So you stumble, you may fall because you don't see what's around you. But once the light comes on, now it's like, I can see, I can see where everything is. I have no need to stumble. I have no need to fall because I see exactly where I'm going. And that's exactly how my transformation happened. When I came into the light of knowing who Jesus Christ was and who he is and um, really making him my personal savior. So I'm in college um, around, was I in college? Okay, I was in college. And um, at this point in time, I had gone through so much loss in my family. Um, You know, my mother had passed away. My mother, she had a stroke. And as a result of my mom having a stroke, um, she lost too much oxygen to her brain and she had to be placed on life support. And once my mother was placed on life support, you know, we as a family had to go through that decision. Do we keep her on life support? Do we let her go? You know, what what's going to happen? And for me, um, that was extremely challenging growing up. I was I was maybe eight years old when that happened, when she was placed on life support. And then my mother went on to stay on life support for a very, very long time after that, several years after that, um, where nurses had come in and started to take care of my mom um, because we were believing God for a miracle. You know, my grandmother was believing God for a miracle. Um, So I went through the loss of my mom. Eventually she did pass away um, off, off of being on life support. And we had the funeral and that was challenging. So here I am coming out of losing my mom, um, her being on life support for all of those years, having to deal with this internally and not really being able to, to, to talk to anyone about it because I was so young and I didn't know how to talk about it. You know, how do you talk about being on life support and going through a stroke and and having to see your mom um, in a place where she can't really live her life. She can't speak. She can't eat on her own. She can't talk on her own. So that was that was devastating for me. So I'm coming out of this loss. um, And then I had lost my grandfather. I had lost my grandmother. And it seemed like everything was happening back to back to back. And all of this pain was compounding, right? All of this pain began to weigh on me. And then what happened after that is you know, I was in a relationship with a guy in college and I thought I loved him. And I'm like, you know, this was my first true love. You know, I don't know about you. I don't know if you've ever had a, like a first true love, but this was like my first true love in my mind. And he ended up breaking my heart, cheating on me. It was just, it ended up really, really nasty and bad. So I was broken hearted from that. So I had all of this, this broken heartedness, all of this pain, all of this trauma, all of this stress, just weighing on me. Like, God, 
I, I can't handle this on my own. Like this is too much pain. This is too much stress. I've cried so many tears and God, like if you're real, I want to give my entire life to you because I can't handle this weight on my own. I can't handle this pressure on my own. So that's exactly what I did. And I remember walking down the aisle. Next thing you know, I'm walking down the aisle of a church service in Washington, D.C. And my hands are raised. I'm crying. I literally have like boogers coming out of my nose. It was like the ugly cry. I'm like, I don't even care who's here. I'm just I'm just here to completely surrender. I had come to the end of myself and I said, God, I'm going to surrender my life to you. Um, and that's what I did. And and that was 2011. Fast forward, it's 2019. I've been on this journey with God. Has it been perfect? Absolutely not. But it's been the best decision that I've made in my entire life. Giving my life to Jesus has been the best decision that I've ever made, you know, and for me, you know, if you follow my journey, you know that I'm just a real person. Like, you know, yes, I'm a Christian, but I'm real. I'm not going to judge you. I'm going to love you. You know, I'm, I live a transparent life where I share things I've been through. You know, I was homeless. I was sleeping in my car. I've lost everything. You know, I lost my mother. I know what pain feels like. I know what depression feels like. I know what it feels like to be casted out. I know what it feels like to be rejected. I know what it feels like to feel like you just been left behind in life. I know what it feels like where it's like, does anybody even love me? Does anybody even hear me? I know that I've experienced that I've walked that journey and, you know, believing in God and, and following Jesus is all about, it's all about just making a commitment saying, God, I just want to hold your hand through life and I never want to let your hand go again. You know, that's the point that I got to and that I'm, I'm still at God. I want to hold your hand and never let it go because life is just too hard to walk out on my own. So, um, wow. What, what a podcast, huh? What a podcast. So, um, as we get ready to close, make sure that you connect with me on social media. You can also write me on my website, www.chancesna.com. You can reach out to me. You can drop me a note. I would love to hear from you. And then also, if you have not yet already picked up my, my new book, my first book, Emerge, Breakthrough into Your Destiny, I encourage you guys to pick it up. It debuted as the number one new release. And this is my first book. So that was really exciting for me. And I'm so grateful and thankful for that. Uh, but I know this book, Emerge, will also teach you how to emerge on every single level. So emerging spiritually, but mentally, emotionally, um, in your career, in your profession, on every level, this book will literally show you how to knock down walls, how to break through gates, come on, how to leap over things that have been in your way, how to speak to mountains and those mountains move. This book is power. I believe that God's hand is on this book in such a powerful way. And the testimonies that have been coming from people that have been reading this book, I mean, it's been phenomenal. People are writing me and saying, Chance, after I read your book, I made a decision to go back to school. I made a decision to start a new business. I made a decision that I want to start trying to have a family again. You know, I made a decision that I want to be married again. You know, maybe I was in a divorce. You know, I went through a divorce and people are like, I, I want to position myself and start praying into God sending me a new spouse. And they're excited about it. So I believe that there's joy that comes with 
with you renewing your mind and saying, you know what, I'm ready to emerge into this next level, this next phase, this next season of my life, and I'm letting the past go. Yes, I've been through it. Yes, it shaped me. Yes, it molded me. But right now, I'm future focused and I'm excited about what the future holds. So make sure you pick up that book on Amazon and um, I know it'll bless your life and make sure you leave a positive review if you liked it. So anyway, I am Chan Cessna. I enjoyed this podcast. I hope you did as well. Um, And until next week, next Monday, I'll see you there. And um, make sure, make sure as you prepare for this new week that you position yourself to emerge into all that you know you were called to be and that you break through into the destiny that God has for you, no matter what, let fear go, let anxiety go, let doubt go. It's your time to emerge.